0: All right, so here it is, the nameless UFC show that we have no idea what to call, and we are starting off with UFC Fight Night 162.
1: 162, what it do, baby boo? What are you thinking
0: about that first fight, Joseph?
1: The first fight? Are we starting from the bottom? We're starting from... talking from, from Muslim S- Seleka <laughs>
0: Yes, bro, versus Loreno Strapoli.
1: Strapoli? Strapoli! All right, well... Let's just say Muslim Salikahov is fifteen and two. Lariano Staropoli is nine and one. That's both a
0: solid matchup. Solid amount of fights for me to have never heard of these people.
1: Yeah, yeah, but lot, lots of promise, lots of promise. I mean, it could definitely be a a Bard burner. Both hungry, both fighting in Singapore. Um, Muslim is thirty five, going against Lariano, who's twenty six.
0: I would give that advantage to mm. Lariano. 9-1 is a solid record, even though I have no idea who he fought, what his style is. No. Just like that record, 9-1, it looks good to the eye, bro. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, let's see here. Let's move on to the next fight, right? Heavyweight. Well, one thing, well, one thing I do have to note right here, Muslim Selikahov, his uh, nickname is the King of Kung Fu. I instantly want him to win.
0: Oh, you're right. That one oh, me over win. as well. I'm with you on that, boat. now I want Muslim to win as well. Yeah. <laughs> good luck in your back. <laughs> oh,
1: Muslim. Thank you. Thank you, Muslim, for that name and everything that you've done to the UFC. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Where are we on to next? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next fight is between the
0: great Dante Mays. Dante Mays. And right. Cyril Green, four and O, undefeated.
1: Undefeated. Okay.
0: Next in line for the title shot at heavyweight. Ooh, ooh, man. I he gotta get through Greg Hardy
1: first. I can see. No, no, um, no inhalers. No inhalers this fight. Good point. Inhaler gate,
0: bro. Leave it to Greg Hardy. (laughs) Inhaler gate. i had never seen anything like it. And he looked good that fight to his credit.
1: (laughs) I I was honestly very surprised. Like, that's how the fight went out. I thought, like, okay, he's going to get another W. He's going to extend that win record. Probably fight his way up to at least contention in, in top 15. But then it was overturned. Yep.
0: What was okay. your first thought when you saw the inhaler? Because I was watching the fight, and I was like, what the fuck? I've never seen that before. If you could use an inhaler in the fucking corner, and then, of course, Cormier and all of them started going crazy that it's illegal.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only reaction would be to go crazy. I've been watching MMA and combat sports probably since 2007, and not once have I seen ever anyone go to their corner and be like, hey, hey uh, can
0: I hit my inhaler? Yeah, for real. Even in the days when you could wear one boxing glove, a full <laughs> gi and a fucking half a sneaker. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen someone use a fucking I mean, inhaler.
1: Even in those fights, in those early days, I wouldn't be surprised if they had that inhaler in their hand while they were fighting. I mean, yeah, yeah true, true. <laughs> it's right. crazy. So let's stick to this
0: card. I have no idea what to say about the Cyril Green Dante Mays fight, but uh good I luck don't. to both men.
1: Good luck to both. So right, I'm, so. I'm, I'm actually looking up Dontel Mays. His fight name is Lord Kong. Why so is
0: his photo in black and white? Is it like that on your phone?
1: It, it is like that in my phone like as well. Nobody um, else's photos in black and white. He, he must have a uh, kind of like a noir kind of feel. I mean, I blame Dana White. Dana White, he, it's all up to him. <laughs> all up to that man. Let's see. All right, next. Where are we on to here? Uh, Frank
0: Camacho versus Benil Dariush. I've heard of both people, at least. Camacho's a veteran. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I've seen him win a notable fight. Could be wrong. When's the last time you can... And Benil Dariush, haven't seen him fight in a Dariush,
1: long time. Dariush, I've definitely seen him fight quite a bit. Um, I mean, looking at the tail of the tape, these guys are evenly matched in all areas. I mean, Camacho has a one-inch reach advantage. Uh, I mean, that's give or take in a fight. It, that. Unless you're John Jones, it doesn't really matter.
0: <laughs> all right, let's just hope it's a quick knockout between all three of these fights so we can get to the actual two fights where the people's name are recognizable. Recognizable. Here we it. go. And finally here, we've arrived at the co-main event, and it's a great bout between Michael Johnson and Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray. I think it's an interesting fight, but I think it might be time for Michael Johnson to hang up the gloves, man. Seems oh, to have been taking yeah. a lot of beatings. Yeah, a lot of beatings in his career. And somebody like Stevie Ray is the type of fighter that I don't know how the fight's going to go, but it yeah. could turn into a brawl.
1: It, I mean, it could. I don't see any other option. I mean, just looking up on Stevie Ray, he's a he's out there in the UK. It looks like um, where's he fighting out of? Um, I don't know. He was a former British lightweight champion. Um, competed in BA MMA. I mean. Okay, there it is, the U.K., yeah, definitely from the U.K. So, I mean, him versus Michael Johnson, I don't think there's any other option but for these guys to come out there and yeah. just, like, rock each other. There's there's no way, especially uh, um, Michael Johnson's career. He's had quite a few wars. And 19
0: s- and 14, bro. 19. I was surprised by mm. that record. I remember the days when he was a bona fide title shot contender. Now. Yeah, it's quick. It's crazy how the slope is so slippery into a journeyman from a title contender. It's immediate.
1: You could have that rise. Now, if we're talking about the 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 rise and then the demising fall, no other name comes to mind but Chris Weidman. Oh my god, Chris Weidman. I mean, who the fuck is that guy? Oh man, (laughs) I remember when Chris Weidman first came on the scene. I can't remember how many wins he had in a row. But I was like, God damn! like, someone stopped this guy, this this yeah, I coach. Like, I think it was,
0: like, 11, 11 yeah. wins, and then he beat Anderson Silva.
1: But, you see, like, twice, did he beat Anderson Silva? I mean, Anderson Silva was dicking around that first round. He was just fucking, like, playing. He I would say
0: the first fight, is it has to be a W, like, uh, in the history books, just because Anderson did that with everybody, and yeah. nobody else had caught him, you know? So, it's like, if any like if Forrest Griffin were to catch Anderson Silva when he was doing that and embarrassing him, mm-hmm. people wouldn't have been like, oh, that's a fluke win for Forrest, you know? You're right, yeah. So when yeah, Weidman caught him, I respected it because it was just a stupid move on Anderson's part. But yeah. And then the broken leg, that might, oh. that's a, a fluke win for yeah. sure.
1: Yeah, that's, a, that's definitely a fluke win. And that was it,
0: right? He defended um, twice, I think.
1: I believe he bu- he fought Machida mm-hmm. and barely squeaked by when he fought Machida. I rem- if I remember correctly, it's been a minute since I've watched these yeah. fights. I just
0: He's on, like, a five-fight losing streak now, right, with this last one? Oh, four.
1: yeah. Well, well, then he fought um, Vitor. Beat but, Vitor. I mean. He lost it to Rockhold. That's all I know. Yes. He lost it to Rockhold. But then on the rebound after getting KO'd from Rockhold, he fights Yoel Romero. And that fight right there, I remember watching. I, like, I'm watching the knockout in my brain right now. Like, he took oh, that yeah. flying knee on the side of his head, and he was leaking. He was leaking yep. like a faucet. And I was like, oh, ouch, like, that's not good. Then his next fight after that, uh, did he win? I think he, he beat someone from, like, an arm triangle, didn't he? Ooh, um, uh I think he beat Gastelum, I
0: believe. Gastelum,
1: yeah. And he was getting pummeled yeah.
0: from what I remember, and he pulled out a submission. I might be remembering that wrong, but I remember thinking he was losing the fight. And then yeah. he uh, pulled it out. Yeah. With, I think a triangle choke, maybe. I can't remember. Remember, it was it was a a triangle. It was a strangle submission. I just don't remember which which brand. Man, um, all right. So now that we're jumping around a bit, now I think. Um, what do you think about Luke Rockhold, bro? I think he's done for. Oh man, he got his fucking jaw shattered by a brutal fucking knockout.
1: Yeah, not yeah. That was that was rough. Um, Luke Rockhold, big fan, big fan. Like his his ground dominant. Is so smooth and so controlling. It's not just like, you know, oh, I'm going to hold this position and wait for this person to drop the dro- drop this particular transition and then I'm going to counter. No, like his is just domination. Yeah. Like was domination. As of late, oh, I, it irks me when I see him fight and he does that flow out of an exchange with his chin up, left yeah. arm down. And yeah, he just kind of like pushes off the front leg and he's just like, all right, I'm going to float out of here.
0: Yeah, he almost tries to do like a Mayweather lean, but in MMA, oh, you, you no, get no, caught no. once, yeah. and you're mistimed by a second, and you get caught like he did in this last fight, and you get your jaw shattered in one punch. Oh, and yeah. I mean, he just has nothing left to prove. He's a Hall of Famer, guaranteed. He's been a champion, and now when you're at the point where you're a model, and you're doing all this shit, there's no need to go get your fucking jaw broken yeah. by a savage who's hungrier than
1: ever, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, dude, that, it's crazy. I mean, Rock Rock amazing career. I mean, I I'd love to see him fight again, but I don't know about two oh five. I don't think I don't I don't think that's a good move.
0: Yeah, it depends on what he wants to do for a career because he would he's got a big name, so if he wanted to keep fighting
1: the the promotion would definitely let him do it, but now if talk about the brass getting behind a fighter, let's switch from male fighters to female, how about Paige Van Zandt? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like she's heavily pushed from the UFC brass, but I feel like she'd be maybe du- not necessarily ducking, but she's not really going after those those top contenders. At Are you talking about the Macy Barber call out
0: and how she ducked the fight completely?
1: <sighs> yeah, I mean, yes I mean, and no. I was but it
0: Paige Van Zant can't win for nothing, man. I mean, she's a good, she looks good. So the UFC's obviously going to market her as much as possible, but yeah. If she had a two-fight winning streak, she would be on every single commercial that the UFC throws out there and on every single Fox UFC and ESPN UFC show there is. Yeah. But she can't seem to win, and she got injured. She, like,
1: snapped her arm three times on a spinning backfist, I believe. Wait, so she's tried doing spinning backfists three times and broke her arm?
0: You know, like, she broke it through a spinning backfist, and then... Came back and during the fight like there was still some nerve damage from the way the heat bone healed Oh, so it like she she had to go get surgery again after her last fight which delayed it again So now I think now she's coming back after it's been like a year I think since she's fought and I think she lost her last fight. I know she won. I think choke somebody out. Maybe I don't know man. It's been so long. I watched so many of these damn fights. I know uh, Let's jump over real quick to the main
1: event. Oh, yeah. yeah, We're still talking about Singapore's fight guard. The the
0: grapple fest. The who's going to hug who harder championship (laughs) belt the week before the baddest man in the game belt. We have the exact opposites, just seven short days apart. (laughs) <laughs> what, is your, what is your opening statement on the Damian Maya ben Askren brawl we're about to witness? Oh, my
1: gosh. Man, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're ready to <laughs> sit on the edge of your seat in your Snuggie <laughs> with a neck pillow because it's going to be time to take a nice nap. <laughs> Real comfortable. Real comfortable. I mean, Ben Askren, when I saw his 1FC fights, when he, was, I mean, it's kind of funny because all those were in Singapore, weren't they?
0: Um, Possibly. I mean, yeah, it would have like I a ma- have been, mass yeah. majority of those one yeah. FC
1: fights were in Singapore, yeah. and now he's headlining this event. So I mean, that's a good point. So he's that's smart part, by the UFC. That is smart. They're they're putting a post boy from the other company.
0: Yeah, going to a, back to his home, going his back home to his fighting. home.
1: I mean, it could be kind of like a a, a return showcase, maybe coming back and hoping that he could get back in that winning column. Because I mean, that dude is marketable. He's all American for one, and for two, like he is pretty funny when it comes to the trash talk game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that holds him back is his fighting style is the hardest um, style to market because like the people like us, I would, I could appreciate a good, a good grappling match. Yeah. 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 But to most people, they look at that like, like Patricia back here and she would be like, what the hell are these dudes just humping? You know? Yeah. Like like Ben Askren, get off his leg already and throw some damn fists, (laughs) you know? Yeah, I <laughs> heard that. I mean, it's
1: <laughs> ultimate fighting championships. You yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> and that's what made
0: the, the whole horse Jorge Masvidal knockout all the sweeter because Man. there was a part of me that didn't want to see Ben Askren rise because if he was so dominant where for the next, let's say, three years, the belt was just held by somebody who refused to throw a punch for the vast majority of the fight, yeah. it would have killed the division. You know, nobody was happier than Dana White when Jorge Masvidal landed that knee, and that's why Dana White's thanking him by giving him an imaginary belt for the first time in history. Yeah. At yeah, least I mean to compete for the belt.
1: This BMF title, this BMF belt is very unique to this UFC combat sports game because we've all, we've all been conditioned and known that like okay, in each weight class we're having a champion of this division, you know. Here Honestly, like, there's no weight class really behind it. I mean, they're fighting at 170, but that's just the weight that they're fighting at.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's, I don't
1: think they are doing too much cutting. I mean. Jorge probably walks around like 185. Exactly, you know. And I was thinking about, I was like, you know, if they're cutting to that, I mean, why rule out the option of having this BMF title at, like, kind of like an open weight title? Like, let's say, I mean, just throwing that out there, let's just say, like, Masvidal wins it. And, you know, like you mm-hmm. say, he walks around at 185. And what if Adesanya is like, you know what? I want that belt, too. You're you naturally at 185. Let's fight for that one, too. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it could be right. open.
0: All right. Yeah, no, I completely agree. But let's just, uh before we jump into the BMF belt, who are you picking? Maya Askren. Maya Askren, I mean. Just a quick pick. I, w- I would go with Askren. Askren, yeah. yeah. He's in, home, in his home fighting town and all of this. I think he's going to be able to. Grapple Maya down. Maya's taking one too many beatings. So, yeah. But all right, enough of that snooze fest. Let's, <laughs> um... <laughs> so, uh, we'll be... The BMF belt, do you think it'll open the floodgates to... Like, what what's next now, you know? This it, can't be a one-off thing. Do you think it's no. really just gonna be, all right, and fucking Dwayne The Rock Johnson's coming to put
1: the belt on this? People like, what's happening with the UFC? With that being said... With Dwayne The Rock Johnson presenting the belt, I mean, by no means is he like behind the scenes, you know, like Dana White, I'm running everything behind the BMF. I mean, we all know The Rock's one of the baddest MFers in the game from professional wrestling to movies. I mean, just as a character and all, I honestly think uh, UFC's taken just a small little little page out of the WWE book because there was an old title back in the day. It was a hardcore title, and that title pretty much be up for grabs any place, anytime, anywhere, you know, I'm not saying the UFC is going to have fights in the back, you know, just like guys slugging it out, trying to fight for this yeah. title. But I think it's going to open things up and have people be like, you know what? I'm on a 10 fight winning streak for whatever reason, the champ's not uh, calling me out. He's waiting, he's injured, whatever. Let me prove that I'm the baddest MFR in the game and let's try like and get that. this thing going. You know what I, I mean? I was
0: thinking in terms. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I like it. You know, I'm not complaining about this belt. I really like the idea, you know. We're old school WWE when it was called WWF mm-hmm. fans way back in the day. So I Attitude like area. I like all the marketing. I like all the all the bullshit. So I buy into it completely. Like it makes the fight in Madison Square Garden so much better. But now oh my I God, think God yes. it, it might yes. it might open the floodgates <laughs> to where every time a major event happens and there's like like imagine Uriah Faber wins the next fight and then they're doing T J Dillashaw Uriah Faber they're gonna create cool. like the the envy belt. <laughs> whoever, whoever wins this will win the, the rivalry, you know, the rivalry <laughs> belt, you know, just some bullshit instead of the baddest motherfucker. It's like yeah, the greatest yeah. rivalry in UFC history comes to a close. <laughs> <laughs> you know, friends awesome. become enemies. Yeah, exactly. Enemies <laughs> become friends. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like I feel like that's, I'm not necessarily saying that would be the fight, but you know, you get what I'm saying. Like something yeah. come, every time something major comes along with a good storyline, are they just going to create a belt? Because I don't think once his BMF thing really goes through and the, the spectacle of what it really is comes to fruition, and you got Dwayne The Rock Johnson putting the belt on, let's say, Jorge Masvidal, it's going to be such a spectacle that the UFC is not going to be like, all right, that's, we're done with that. I'm no, just, they're going to make so much money. It markets itself, so they're going to just keep doing other stuff like this.
1: All I see is as soon as The Rock straps that belt along the winner, they give him a handshake. Give him the people's eyebrow. Give him the rock bottom.
0: Hell, yeah. He's going to rip off the fucking <laughs> armband. He's going to have it under the tuxedo yes. throw it into the third row. I'm going to be there to catch it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Like, hit him with that elbow. Uh, yeah. Oh, man, dude. Like, honestly, though, WWE and UFC's on a weird little collision course. I mean, it's, WWE yep. crown jewel, October 31st, they're having a former... Two former UFC heavyweight champions, Brock Lesnar and Cain Velasquez in a professional wrestling match. Now, professional wrestling. Let's just break that wrestling. down for a second. That's, I mean, by all means, that is one amazing artistic style right there. Yeah. Definitely. Like, yeah, it's, Um, people will say fake, but I will say everything that they do in that game requires great skill
0: yeah yeah and this people who say it's fake are just being haters it's it's just haters. it's scripted but jumping off of a 30 foot ladder and landing on your hip there's no way to fake that it's an athletic endeavor doing a quadruple backflip through four kitchen tables <laughs> with a body and losing a tooth and getting it in your nose like mankind did <laughs> that shit is real yeah it's yeah. but um besides that yeah i mean the Saudi Arabians must be printing money for that event. I mean, holy shit, don't they got Tyson Fury on it? Yeah, Tyson Fury, bro. Here's $100 million, Tyson. Forget about boxing for a few months. Come do this. Because Was he always involved in the storyline, or did they just happen out of nowhere? No, he
1: just showed up on a Friday night SmackDown, and the guy who he's fighting in Saudi Arabia pushed a uh, WWE superstar into the barricade, which Tyson Fury was on the other end of, and he was standing up cheering and the barricade hit him at a velocity to where he fell on his butt and he took that as an offense. And then he hopped the barricade. And I don't know if this was scripted or if this is just kinda like a shoot. Because oh, security be. rushed up on him like stupid quick. He looked he looked pretty pissed. His family was there. It was a unique situation, and I was losing my mind because I'm the biggest Tyson Fury fan. I was like, "Yeah, man, the Gypsy King's here. The <laughs> Gypsy King is here. <laughs> oh man, dude, Girl, I did not know." But didn't he that.
0: almost just lose his damn eyebrow like fucking three weeks ago? How is he already back at it? His fuck, he got a huge cut in his last fight. Almost lost because of it.
1: Yeah, that fight was a dog fight. Gritty, yeah.
0: gritty. But, I mean, I'm surprised there, that he's risking it because I mean, yeah. You still, he's still going to take hits. There's definitely scar tissue still there. could, could He could he easily start leaking again. And hmm. then all haywire in the fighting game could break loose because then who knows when the Deontay Wilder fight will ever happen if he survives his next fight.
1: Now, I'm a little confused here. I thought Wilder was supposed to be fighting Ruiz. Yep. Is no, it, uh, Wilder's fighting... Um, Joshua? Yeah, Joshua's fighting Ruiz. Joshua's fighting Ruiz. Wilder's
0: fighting the, he, a rematch with somebody he's already beaten. An older dude, but I can't remember his name. Interesting. It's like Z- Ru- not Ruiz. It's uh, Ortiz. I think Luis Ortiz. I'm not sure. An- yeah, I'm, surpri- I'm just surprised. Or, or I don't know. I'm just surprised remember. that uh, either way, I'm surprised Tyson Fury is uh, going into this. this WWE. Fight. I wonder if he's going to be good at it because he's never been in the ring, hit off the ropes. No, you know he's But
1: <laughs> it'll be an interesting fight. It's definitely going to be an experience because uh. Well, check this out. I mean, boxing has had a grip in professional wrestling. Honestly, like, let me test my wrestling knowledge. I think since WrestleMania one, Muhammad Ali was there, and then you fast mm. forward to I think it was WrestleMania. Oh gosh, it, it's irking me. I can't remember. Um, Attitude Era, Shawn Michaels uh, against I think it was like Steve Austin or something. But I mean, Stone Cold, Iron, Iron Mike Tyson. Was there. You know what I mean? And then fast forward to today, or even a couple years back to another WrestleMania. Money Mayweather versus the ba- uh, Big Show. I remember that oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> that happened. Money Mayweather getting money in every every aspect. Every, any Anything, way that man everywhere. can. <laughs> yeah, I, if I remember correctly, hit, hit him with the, with the brass nuts or something. <laughs> something ridiculous. I bet,
0: I bet. Probably hit him with a stack of money.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> Man, he got plenty of it. So, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess so, it's because of
0: boxing and the way boxing is promoted in the WWE. Oh, I could see similarities. You know, it's showmanship. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, um, yeah, pretty much the showmanship and the, the extravagance yeah. of it all. You know, like the the UFC perso- I mean, uh, the WWE personas mm. are so out there and extravagant that it flows with the boxing. When yeah. you see rare, rarely in the UFC as well, like people like McGregor and, and stuff like that, but they don't usually last long like McGregor.
1: Yeah, see Mac- McGregor, he just man, like I'm like a lot. I'm a big McGregor fan. Am I a fan of his? Are you outside still, of that Cage. Well, if let's just say, am I a fan of him outside of the cage as of late? I mean, not necessarily. I wouldn't condone any of those actions, but I mean, look at this guy. He's rolling in the money. Yeah, he's, that that proper twelve whiskey is totally international. Oh yeah, he's making you know he's of making millions. bank, and isn't he like in Russia or something right now?
0: He's into all sorts of nonsense. I'm sure he's doing up to no good in Russia. Probably trying crocodile or some shit like that. <laughs> just up to up to nothing good. Oh, Wherever oh I mean, notorious. Like I was a huge McGregor fan as well, but it, it almost aches me to see the downfall. You know, because it would have been he could have rode off into the sunset so much smoother than he's going to end up yeah. riding. You know, he just got like, whether the sexual misconduct allegations are true or not, they could be complete bullshit. He's just getting those slapped on him like every fucking week. He's punching old men in bars on cameras. Throwing phones. Fucking, he's got to be on below or something. You know, he's 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 acting like a madman. Well, I mean... Th- <laughs> I mean... Conspiracy. <laughs>
1: yeah. One thing I must say, though, is like... This dude was truly a madman prior to all of these... It's true. All of these things. Look at him yeah. when he fought Aldo. Like... I've never seen such a deeper mental attack, if yeah, you know, yeah, was, psychological, um, psychological fight game at its finest. I would say I've never seen Jose yeah, Aldo yeah. so out of his element to where he looks shook.
0: Yeah, I agree, and I, but I'm also coming from a place where I don't put too much pressure on UFC fighters outside the cage. You know, yeah, it's, um, yeah. they there there's not much that they can do to for me to start being skeptical about them. But Conor McGregor, I mean, it's gotten to a point where it's like. I think the punching the old man on camera was where I was like, there's Drusel something Andy. really wrong with this dude. Like, yeah. there's he's <laughs> <laughs> he's, um like, that's, but, I mean, I, I'm still going to watch him fight, and I'm going to yeah. be excited for his fight. I can't wait. He's, I think he tweeted or something that he's going to try to come back in January 2020. So I'll be Edgar. all over that fight, hopefully. I mean, hopefully. I mean, I you know that when they're going to announce it, they're going to announce it next week at the BMF fight. That's why they're going to have to. Yeah, that's why because that, December's
1: rolling through. Yeah, you know they they need to stack up that fight card. Yeah, they're gonna. Let me look here. Let's see what what's going on in December. I mean this um. Here. Yeah, but I mean, as
0: far as like even John Bones Jones, it's uh, it's hard for me to root for him. I enjoy his greatness, but it's hard for me to like want him to win. You know, because he's yeah. he just. It's 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 like just one thing leads to another, and he's in every other storyline, fucking crashing into pregnant women and all this crazy shit. It's like, bro, just get a Uber. <laughs> just get a fucking oh Uber. You're no. rich as shit, man. Get a fucking Uber Lux. <laughs> you know, who, stop driving. I mean, I think
1: I, I'm pretty sure you could afford one of those. Yeah, stop driving. With two of them, fucking just, just two, just to be safe.
0: Loads of money, cocaine, and hitting fucking pregnant women, bro should be an Uber commercial. Just get a fucking Uber. (laughs) Stop driving with cocaine in your glove compartment. Put it in your pocket
1: and get in the fucking Uber. (laughs) (laughs) Do that on your downtime. Say that for the stall in the club (laughs) somewhere. Fucking order
0: another Uber to take your cocaine. You put it in the second (laughs) Uber and it follows you to the destination. (laughs) Oh, man. Come on,
1: man. One thing I want to mention here, though. December fight cards. Okay, we're, we're going to go to December 14th, UFC 245. Kamaru Uzman, Colby, Chaos Covington. Colby. Colby? I, um, I don't know what to think about this fight.
0: I really don't. I've bounced back and forth between how it's going to go. It could be, I'm hoping, if ideally for me as a fan, their wrestling will negate each other, leading to yeah. a, just a brawl the entire fight. And if that happens, sadly, because I don't know if I want this to happen. Actually, I kind of do. I think if it stays standing, Colby Kobe, Kobe will take it. Because he's had these long five-round drawn-out standing battles. With yeah. People like, even though Robbie Lawler looked like he was – no idea what the hell is going on in that last that fight. That dude was dodging
1: invisible punches. Yeah,
0: exactly. But I think it's because Colby's pressure broke him, like almost led him to a point of psychosis. You know, he's <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't escape these guys' fucking jabs and punches. It's just nonstop. So he's just bobbing and weaving that thin air at that what,
1: by the fifth 100% round. One hundred percent chaos. I mean, Covington, his his pressure style is. So it's intense. He gets you on that cage. He starts working you wrestling like he's going to get that takedown, right? But you're so busy thinking about that takedown. When he separates, he's hitting you with a barrage of punches. It's like, it's it's just a lot of pressure, and it breaks fires down. When he fought RDA. Same thing. Like, that, that was just crazy to see, because RDA I was like, all right, this dude's going to have that experience. He's going to kind of just work off the cage, Get to the center of the octagon, throw some leg kicks, kind of make some distance. Not at all. Covington was yep. in his face grinding.
0: That is, um, I underestimated Covington his entire career. I thought every fight he came up with, I was like, this is the one, including RDA. And at that point, I mean, I was like, okay. That's where I really began to believe he's like something special in the cage, you know. It's like, cause I, it's almost like Cormier did the same thing. I always underestimated him. Even when he was the champion, it's like, oh, this is going to be the one to get him. This is going to be the yeah, one to get him. Yeah. And he kept winning and kept winning. So it's the same thing with Covington. For a long time, I was skeptical of his ability because he's not winning by KO. He's usually just grinding it mm-hmm. out. So it's almost like I take it for granted. And then when you see him fight, it's like that pressure is unbelievable. He's just wearing uh, veterans who've been in the game for years. They can't even handle that pressure. No. You know, Robbie Lawler's been there, seen it all, fucking done it all, been in the UFC since day one, you know? Yeah. And he couldn't even handle it. I think by round two, it was like, this is over. Yeah. Like, he has no chance. He's not even
1: hitting him. I remember that fight very vividly. I was posted up on the beach. I was drinking a pina colada. Pina. Pina colada. It was that that fresh. I was looking fresh. I had the drip on the beach. I was like, ooh. I was walking through. Damn. Walking through, I look up, UFC on. I'm like, wait a second. Oh, shit. This is that New Jersey card. I'm like, wait, this is that Covington fight. I'm like, hold up. The, the ocean going to have to wait. It'll be there. It'll be there in a few moments. Hit, the,
0: hit pause on the sunshine.
1: Yeah, hit the pause on the sunshine <laughs> real quick. Had to kick off the chocolates and see what's good. What's good with this UFC fight. And like what you said earlier, Robbie Lawler got hit with that psychosis, bro. I was was confused. I was like, I'm only drinking one pina colada. Am I drunk or is Robbie Lawler drunk? I don't know. I don't know what I'm watching right now.
0: Yeah, for real. It must have been a weird fight to experience while you're drinking a little bit because you're probably thinking, like, holy shit, I must be wasted. Why is Robbie Lawler bobbing and weaving
1: at thin air? (laughs) He's not even throwing anything at the man. And it was tripping me out because – there were a couple, couple peeps around, around at the bar top watching the fight, too, and they were just as pumped up as I am. They're like, oh, my God, I can't believe we, we were able to catch the fight. I'm like, dude, same. But then realized, like, we were all just like, man, we need another drink. This is, this is taking too long. He's not yeah, doing yeah. anything. And was, then uh, my girlfriend's family was rolling up, and they're like, oh, you didn't go to the beach. I'm like, oh, no, I have to watch this blockbuster UFC fight right here. And then they <laughs> finished watching the fight. They're like, that was pretty uneventful, huh? Yeah, i like, yeah, I was going to the beach the immediately. <laughs> those are always the
0: worst when it's like shit it's going to be a great fight it's going to be a great fight uh, well that was
1: but let's not weird. take let's not take the shine away from Covington he yeah absolutely absolutely he 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 broke down Robbie Lawler and made him play his game yeah his i think after i think it was like i don't remember exactly
0: what round it was but i just remember thinking early in the fight like holy shit it would be a giant upset if Lawler's able to connect cuz he looks pedestrian out there
1: yeah i think yeah. it was round 3 yeah I started I mean, to no- start to notice. What else is on that card? Uh, a, we're talking about the December one. Yeah, it's, um. There's a couple. T- dude, we got Holloway like three title fights or something like that. Yep, yep. Oh, we Holloway. got Holloway and Volkanovski. Ooh, that's an interesting. That's fight. That's an interesting one. I has been a, a steamrolling freight train, dude. Just.
0: I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how Holloway bounces back from you know a nice a beating. You know, he yeah. took a beating in that Poirier fight. He did, and but all heart though. Yeah, yeah, and, all And heart. I, I fully believe that he's gonna be able to come back and keep Volkanovsky at a distance, but with the jab and and, mm-hmm. and win that fight. But it's still interesting because you, I've never seen—not that I can recall—him come off of that type of loss. Not when it, he was on like a fifteen-fight winning streak or something, right? Something great. Yeah,
1: yeah, he he was on a remarkable, uh, winning streak. Now, I don't know if you remember when we were watching the uh, Robert Whitaker out card. I said, "Man, when Whitaker fought Yoel, he took those shots to the chin, kind of, kind of broke him down a little bit." And it played out when he fought Adesanya. That dude got dropped. He was yeah. looking, uh, he was looking pretty, uh, pretty out of it pretty early, you know. Now, how that relates to the Holloway and Volkanovski? Like, I think there's a certain period. Like he would think. I mean, I don't speak on all fighters, but. I think there's a period in a fighter's career, despite age, where your chin, your brain, just it reaches a point where you could usually put on a war, but then you take one shot and then that slides out. You know, yeah, you're like, like in the in the fight right after the war. Yeah, and yeah. the next fight right after that one, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it, I think you're think
0: you're right. There's like a point of a point of vulnerability. And it also seems you could see unless, it in um <laughs> unless
1: you're Joel Romero. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Unless yeah, you're Yo- I mean, Yoel. Rules don't apply to him. No. You know, the normal human rules don't apply to Yoel Romero. No, he, he truly is a soldier of God for yeah, sure. He's an animal. The, the Cuban genetics or whatever the hell they got going over there in Cuba, <laughs> I got to figure it out, man.
1: Because yeah. if I was 40 looking like that, I'm winning. Yeah, yeah, he doing something right. Um, But, yeah, Holloway, Vukunovsky, I think. I, that's a good,
0: I think I agree with that perspective, that there is a vulnerability there because he just got fucking – Brutally beat up, but not KO'd. Yeah, he. So he, it's like he, he took, took an the wear accumulating wear. beating. So it might leave his chin, but I, I mean, it's going to be a great fight. So yeah, <laughs> i, mean, regardless. I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to break it down, and I can only imagine yeah. it. It's not going to
1: be a wrestling war. It's going to no, be a, a no. brawl. No, what else is be... on that card? The girl title, right. right? Um. Yeah this this one right here. I'm super stoked. It's Amanda Nunes and Jermaine Dur- Durandamy. Ooh. Durandomy. Durandomy. That's dude. the one that uh, said, fuck Chris Cyborg. Yeah, her yeah. She's she like, you know what? I, I, I ain't going to fire her. I'm dropping the belt. Fuck this. Yeah, I mean, but leading up to that, she was a killer, though. Yeah, yeah. And she still is. I mean, she's about to still fight. still is. It's going to be a I,
0: great fight. That's a, Those are two standing technicians Yeah, with the hands as well as the feet who are just going to be in Durandomy size wise. Is she a little bigger?
1: Um, This is women's bantam weight. Um, I can't recall. I can't remember. the. Hold on. I might just have yeah, to Wikipedia if you click them, here. I think it has it. 135 for chicks. Was randomly fighting at that weight class, or was she fighting at the lighter one? I'd be he,
0: lying if I said I knew for sure.
1: Exactly. That's how I feel. Yeah,
0: I watched her fight, but it's like I'm not keeping track of like yeah. the individual weight class and all that.
1: But you see, she ducked Cyborg. She ha- she wanted Nothing to do with fighting her. Amanda Nunez fought Cy- Cyborg and dropped, dropped her, her up. up. Her Dropped all. her, and Cyborg
0: didn't want that r- to get run back. She gave, uh-huh. she started all this drama with the UFC, and now she's fucking fighting in Bellator against she's, some other chick. She's back over there. Yeah, she, she signed to Bellator. Wow, so she's gonna be probably great money. Good for her. Yeah, she deserves it. Legend. Oh, most definitely. But,
1: right out on a high horse. You yeah, know what I mean? I it's understand
0: like, a to me being like, Nah, you know, I'm at a point in my career where I don't want to take a beating from a, a woman that might have taken testosterone. So yeah, I understand yeah, the perspective. True. It's definitely strange, but well, I don't think anybody could tell anybody to lock themselves in a cage with anybody if they're not choosing to do so. So if yeah, I get more power yeah. to her, she's fought her way back to contention. It's going to be a great fight. I think uh, Nunez got it, though. I don't, I don't think anybody's ever going to beat Nunez ever.
1: No, no, she, until, until she's solid. 40
0: or until the next one comes, you know. There's always that legend, like Rousey, yeah. and then yeah. Nunez was. Or really, Holly Holm opened up what? Floodgates of the hands, yeah. And then Nunez took that crown and said, Fucking hold my beer, I'm gonna dominate <laughs> these bitches like it ain't shit, yeah. They're not even gonna take a hit. What was and it? A
1: lioness, he, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: And then she tells, um, she says, Hey, uh, wife Nina, fucking get pregnant and stop fighting because I'm the goddamn <laughs> champ. So we having a baby because I'm
1: the fucking champ. <laughs> oh my god, dude. I, 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 I mean. You're not wrong. I can see that <laughs> no, 100%. No, it actually, I
0: was reading about it. That's, it was actually a story that I was reading about. That's Nina, real? Yeah, Nina Ansaroff or whatever is his, yeah. her girlfriend, and they want to have a kid, so. Amanda Nunez ain't having that baby. She's a champ. Mm. She's a double champ. <laughs> She's like, you holding the baby. I'm the <laughs> belts. <laughs> you, you hold the baby. I'm going to keep getting this paper. <laughs>
1: <Exactly>. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Um, next up, let's see. I mean, that... Those three fights alone sell themselves. Those are all title yeah, fights. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, that's the end of the year card, right? Um, I'm not sure. That's December 14th. Let's see here. Oh, what's the next one? December 21st. Oh, hold on. I have to speak up about this one real quick. Brian Ortega, Korean zombie in oh Korea. God. The Korean zombie is a
0: real zombie now after what fucking, what's his name? G- gave him with the elbow. Gair. Yair, Gair, fucking, yeah, yeah fucking. After that elbow, Korean Zombie's nickname couldn't be more real. He's a yeah. real zombie. Yeah, and he's out there fighting Ortega in his hometown. Holy shit! That's, that's talk about be dope. talk about rising from the ashes. Yeah, I think I think Ortega's got this. So, but I don't know. It'd be interesting because Ortega's another one that took a pretty solid beating. But he took, Dude, a, that, lot, that he took a lot of time uh, off.
1: If you're gonna go to the old book of uh, fighter nicknames. Ryan Ortega is a babyface killer, dude. He looks just calm, collected, just yep. chill. But then when that cage door closes, I've never seen such sharp, like immediate submissions.
0: Yeah, he's um, it's he's killer. A, a rare breed in the UFC these days, like Damian Mayas on the outs. He's really the only jujitsu first fighter in title contention that I could think of.
1: Yeah. Yeah
0: like everybody else is usually striking or really good wrestling with solid striking. Yeah. Oh, and how about that fucking Jeremy Stevens Yair Rodriguez fight, bro? Oh, that rematch. Yeah, oh, okay. That was
1: great. So, I saw this crazy combo that um Yair threw and I'm picturing in my head I believe he threw like the leg kick that came in with the uh with the opposite leg and kicked out the base leg that Jeremy Stevens was standing on, and kind of just like swept him, and then followed up with just like unlimited hammer fists. Oh yeah, yeah you know man. what I'm talking yeah, about. I know exactly what you're talking about, bro. Like,
0: just yeah, it was like, um, and then he also kept doing the, the switch kick, the switch and, kick, and that's just a devastator, you know, because it's like fuck. Mm-hmm. You think the leg kicks come, and then it comes around, and the whole fight. Jeremy Stevens, at first, I was like, holy shit, he has no chance until mid, like mid second round when he's. Almost getting KO'd, then all of a sudden he rises from the grave in real time and starts mm-hmm. fucking brawling. He definitely didn't win the fight, but he he won everybody's respect.
1: But I mean, how could you not respect Jeremy yeah, th- I Stevens? Think, so yeah, that dude true. always shows up I just to fight. fight
0: yeah, in, in terms of the the whole mini controversy that the UFC kind of stirred up for the fight and how yeah. Mexico was trashing him and shit, I was rooting for Stevens a bit, but I yeah, was he, he didn't really. It seemed that if he were to win, it would have been more surprising but if it was a five-round fight jeremy stevens would have won for sure yeah because he was taking him down in the third round repeatedly if there was two more rounds added to that he would have easily just grinded it out but it was a great fight good for them i think they
1: probably won 50 grand extra for that yeah most um, yeah I, w- I would agree Yair, his fighting style though those kicks it's like, fun to his, watch his kick game is just ill it's fun to watch. It's it's a, it's like the it's like watching
0: a fucking Bruce Lee movie. Yeah, just throwing kicks out of nowhere, and you know, and this is real shit. You know, the switch kicks are beautiful. Mm-hmm. The fucking elbow that he landed on Korean zombie is probably the best strike I've ever seen. And wasn't and, that, in that in to the close context. out the fifth and final round yes, too? Wasn't fight, it like in a fight he was likely losing? Yeah, yeah, he was I likely recall. losing, and it was on the buzzer, one second left, slept him, killed him in the ring. Like flash, yeah. Flash knockout, good night. Like yeah, exactly. No dude. hope. Not even a flinch after the
1: the fight, the elbow connected. And think about it too though. That's the fifth round. You're probably at four minutes and fifty seven seconds. Yeah. Three two, three seconds until the fight's about to be over. You probably heard that clack that the ten seconds is uh coming. You know, you're probably like all right, let's just scan this exchange, let's finish up this fight, then let's go to this decision. You're not anticipating that under elbow, that under back elbow yeah, to uh, come from that.
0: Like, What's that even called? The flying forward ducking twisting reverse elbow. It's
1: I've like only seen that in Ongbok. <laughs> <laughs> the Ong, Ong, the <laughs> legendary <laughs> Ongbok. <laughs> <laughs> Master Ongbok, dude. Like, that's who he trained with before he fought a Korean zombie. It's, it's unbelievable. Fucking no, Yeah. Wha, so. You know who else is best, fun to watch? Who? Johnny Walker. Yeah,
0: isn't he fighting um next week?
1: Corey Anderson.
0: Yeah, that's next week, right? On um, that,
1: on the let's find out. On the Let's see here. So we have 162, then we got Corey Anderson, I have mixed feelings about.
0: But I think should be an interesting fight. they all striker versus Rasla.
1: Yeah. Usually the Rasla will have the advantage if here. he's not hit early. So I thought it was on the um november 2nd you could the be right on bmf um fight card but oh, it, it might be not. on the prelims i think it prelims. might be a prelims it how is that fight on the prelims it's on the prelims right it's on the prelims holy they got pad devars on there yeah. shane burgos like this is shane burgos what this entire fight card dude yeah, like man, it's
0: the madison square it's a bmf Dwayne The Rock Johnson's coming and putting his balls in the ring. <laughs> He's just dropping them on the cage. Can you
1: smell? He
0: was like, you guys thought the WWE wouldn't take over the UFC? <laughs> you thought that wouldn't happen? We run this show now. <laughs> we to lay Dana the White,
1: smackdown.
0: Vince McMahon is taking over. And then McMahon's going to come out. Steve Austin's going to back in the beer
1: truck and start spraying, <laughs> Dana, <laughs> spraying White. Dana White. Spraying Dana White. Hit him with the stunner. <laughs> And that's it. Then it's all game over. All lights go out. You hear the gong. (laughs) 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 Dong. Undertaker making his way to call out fucking Uh, John Jones. (laughs) He he appears from under the ring. The lights turn on and everyone's looking around like,
0: what the fuck? And then he just comes out from underneath.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hope not. I don't want to see Undertaker in the UFC.
0: (laughs) Oh, please. So what is Kane going to be called in the UFC? Because there is a Kane. A legendary Kane. (laughs) Are they gonna be the big red machine? Kane Numero dos <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well okay, well check this out. Like Kane Velasquez for the past couple months, he's been um prior to signing to WWE, he's been training in Mexico, I think under the triple A banner, which is a lucha libre organization. Bruh, he be hitting the ropes, not just hitting the ropes, but like jumping off the ropes, like doing some aerial luchador shit. And yeah, one he seems thing like
0: he's he's been training. When I saw some highlights of him, it seems like he's been in the in the wrestling gym.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's he's been getting it. Now he's going against Brock Lesnar and professional wrestling. Brock Lesnar is a very, very, very different style of professional wrestling. I there's not one person that I've seen in a WWE match that's been able to really go like toe toe with Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar is such a killer. If he wanted to hit that switch, he would, and he'll just suplex you till you die. Yeah, I'm thinking that. So I'm like, how is this going to work out with Kane? Like, That's what I was thinking in terms of, not even in terms of
0: just the wrestling match outcome, but the physicality it would requ- require for Kane Velasquez to be able to land on his troublesome back. That gave him bits fits through his entire career, getting slammed back. on it by Brock fucking Lesnar. Yeah. And I don't know if he's going to, this might, not be a recurring theme in his career. At least fighting people of that size, I think Kane could thrive against the Rey Mysterios of the world. Well, like he's those um, entertaining matches where it's like quick pace. So,
1: so le, le, let me tell you the little little backstory here. The storyline that's what going are they on. calling him? What are they calling Just them? Kane Velasquez. Just Kane, he Velasquez. went. He went by. He went by um, something in AAA. I can't remember. Okay, so they're just keeping it old school. I like that. But um, keeping the storyline is. Rey Mysterio was supposed to go up against uh Seth Rollins who's the WWE champion that night on Raw. He won that number 1 contender spot, number 1 uh contender spot Rey for Mysterio the title. Rey Mysterio's still in the game, ballin'. Rey Mysterio dude. still balling, still killing Holy it. But shit. now, now I'll peep game on this. Now he's been having his like 16 or 17-year-old son in the promos with him Oh, shit. and he's been like hyping him up, you know, but like his son hasn't done any like any matches or anything. He's hella young, you know. Yeah. And um, Rey Mysterio gets in the ring, his son sitting ringside, to watch him get ready for this match for the title. And, you know, the crowd's going crazy because, you know, Rey Mysterio, that OG, been oh, holding yeah. it down. Since day Holy one, God, bro. Yeah. Since, since I WWF. Him, dude, WCW <laughs> with Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, bro. I remember watching that Eddie with the mullet, Rey Mysterio in the purple jumpsuit. I was like, what? Holy shit. But um, I still forward. the same
0: finisher where he puts the guy on the ropes and then yeah, fucking swings around. Holy yep. shit!
1: Yep, nothing changed. Damn, legend. OG. I like it. Um, so he's like in the ring. He's doing his little promo. He's like, I'm doing this for my son. My son's right there in the front. And like the like, it was, it, was a, it was a beautiful moment. I'm like, oh, that's touching. You know, it's like Red yeah, Mysterio yeah. is gonna put on. He, he might he may win this title. You know, it's gonna be big. But like. Midway through his promo, music cuts or uh, the mic cuts out. Music hits and it's Brock Lesnar coming, and he he grabbed the microphone, didn't say one word, and just started beating Ray's ass right in front of his <laughs> son, <laughs> right in front of his son. And then classic
0: right, the WWE right there. And then
1: Brock Lesnar gets out of the ring and looks like, oh man, the onslaught's over. He's gonna go on back behind the curtain and call it a day. You know, he's walking back there. He locks eyes with Rey Mysterio's son and <laughs> belly to belly suplexes his ass <laughs> out of the crowd yes. into into yes. the ring area. That he's is just legendary throws this poor young man like a little rag doll. Gets him in the ring. Hits him with the F five.
0: Damn! Damn! Why, s- why do you do him like that? They got to reintroduce the, the family with an ass whooping. It's like welcome oh, to the oh, WWE, son. Get okay. your ass
1: kicked. Well, check that out. That happened. That's what happened, right? And then everyone's like, well, Rey Mysterio's is done. Like, that sucks. The the following, uh, or that same week, but on that Friday for SmackDown, they have uh, Brock Lesnar facing Kofi Kingston for the first time. Um, it's uh, WWE on Fox because they're usually partnered with USA, but they switch to the Fox um, organization, corporation, whatever you want to call it. And they have this match. And within five seconds, Kofi Kingston goes for, like, a flying knee. Brock Lesnar catches him on his shoulders, hits him with one F5, pins him five seconds, pins him over. Brock Lesnar's a champ, and Kofi Damn. Kingston's been on an incredible run. It was disheartening to see him go out like that. But yeah, then they kind of did him dirty. They did him dirty. But then Brock Lesnar's celebrating. Rey Mysterio comes out. You hear Rey Mysterio's music Hey, Rey Mysterio comes out, and he's in a sling. You know, he got his mm-hmm. arm wrapped up. He looking like shit. And, like, Brock Lesnar's laughing. And then Rey Mysterio's like, well, why don't you pick on someone your own size? And Kane Velasquez came out. Oh, that's how that's, they did it. Damn, that's the how Mexican they did it. connection yeah. with
0: Rey Mysterio and Kane mm-hmm. and Velasquez. He's yeah. like, hey, from one brother, to, from one essay to another, I got you, man. Like,
1: yeah, see Moncar now. Yeah. Let's roll. <laughs> you will be
0: champion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Un campeon. <laughs>
0: All right, bro, let's leave it here because we're at about 48 minutes, which is way longer than I would have expected to do this initial fucking podcast, but it was great.
1: Yeah, that was dope. Stay tuned.